I think a cool place to start is, well, the Nelk Boys. Yeah. Obviously, you went and filmed the pod with them. Mm-hmm. And Tate, how was that? Kyle Watson um, said hello. Um, Celine was there. Stanley was there. Did them boys take the time out there to come over and make conversation with you guys or not? Not really. Yeah, Kyle did, yeah. Kyle had a little conversation. Tate walked over. He was... Uh, Ollie was part of the crew that filmed... Logan, Mike Malak, KSI, and Erling Haaland's most recent <laughs> impulsive yeah, episode. Fucking bro. I just started doing a lot more for the side of it now. Oh, that's sick. Um, how does how does something like that even come about? Again, it's. Uh, What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Gooms Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Tour Property Group. And if you're looking for somewhere to stay in Manchester, make sure that you click the links in the description. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> Love. Are we ready to rock and roll? Yeah, or man, what? We're rolling. Right, well, Vamos. Everybody, welcome back to the Goons Podcast, episode 38. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one. And me. Yeah, so would you like to introduce yourself, bro? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm Oliver, or Ollie, uh, known on social media, I suppose, is Oliver J. Um, people don't know how to, how to pronounce J, but it's J. Yeah? <laughs> J-A-I, just a made-up name. Um, it's not. Well, you made it up? Yeah, yeah. Wait, what's well, your actual second name? My, my middle name's James, right? Oh, okay. Um, my, my last name's Nuttall. Not all doesn't really have that. Have that <laughs> doesn't have the same it, ring so to it, does it? I just thought of the letter J. How can we say J? J A I. Yeah, simple as that. Really. It's a little bit like me with my name. I mean, my second name is No Glows, right. so like it's a bit much. Uh, so it's just H, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro. One one thing that I wanted to kind of start the pod with was someone who's going to listen in today. What can you offer them? Well, what questions? <laughs> <laughs> what can I offer them? Um, Hopefully a little bit of like of a deep dive into the creative industry and um, the business within the creative industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think from my career, from, from leaving uni to, to where we are now, um, there's been a, a plethora of things that I've, I've done and, and it's been a, a quite a wide range of things that I've done. Um, so hopefully there's some takeaways from, mm-hmm. from that experience that someone can have some value in. Amazing, yeah, bro. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 26 in October. Well, 26. Or in October now, aren't we? So yeah, 20th of October, I'm 26. So. Cool. Happy birthday? 20th. Just said the 20th of October. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, uh, happy birthday for the well, 20th. Cheers, anyway. man. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. where, where, where did everything start for you, bro? Um, I suppose it was like as a kid, really. Um, I was always making videos on like, you know, your dad's got a camera cord or whatever. I was always taking it. And, mm-hmm. Um using his camera recorder to make like little home videos and like on the trampoline in the garden or whatever, just having fun and making videos and just out of the love for it. Yeah. Just like a, like a hobby almost yeah. really. And, uh, I remember like using windows movie maker and, and then progressing to iMovie yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's slowly taking steps up. And, um, I, yeah, I was making videos and I was actually involved. Well, I wouldn't say involved, but I, I made like Call of Duty videos back in the day. Do you know, like with yeah, yeah. when you're with your mates and you're like in a little, little clan on yeah, Modern yeah, Warfare yeah. 2. And um, yeah, I was recording that, but I was finding different ways to, like, to capture that content. And mm-hmm. um, there was that, I, I don't know if you were into that kind of thing. Yeah, but, no. but I, I, I mean, was, I was back in the day. I used to watch all of it, bro. Like, just yeah, like, man, like Phase back in the day yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, Optic yeah. back in the day. And, and, um, I suppose it was like trying to capture that content, but like back in the day, it's like it was like hard to capture it because nobody knew a lot about it. And I was always yeah, like capture cards and things like that. And there was a a thing called a, a Hopog HD PBR, and that was that was like the best capture device at the time. Now it's like Elgato and, and whatever. But 
Um, and there was a dazzle as well, which it didn't even capture HD. It was like AV, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, uh, yeah, so when I was like, I don't know, like 13, 14, I was doing like Call of Duty videos and I was um, always delving into like After Effects um, and putting those videos into After Effects and, and doing those things. And at the time it was like very nerdy and very, I mean, I suppose people at school were taking the piss out of me for doing it and I was just enjoying it. I wasn't intending on making money out of it or anything. I was just enjoying it and it was like a hobby. Um, and yeah, I suppose there was a bit of like conflict with people taking the piss out of it at school. Hmm. Um, you created a skill set, bro, during those periods. I mean, looking back on it now and, and, and looking that what I was doing back when I was 13, it's actually my job now and I'm getting paid for yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. It's just good to look at it as a full circle moment, and and actually those those days I was editing Call of Duty videos, it wasn't a waste, or it mm-hmm. wasn't it was it was just turning that hobby that I did into more of a. That was your internship, yeah. bro, that you didn't know about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I suppose it, it was. Yeah, it, part of your journey. That's where you are now. Yeah, man, and uh, I'm I'm, th- I'm thankful for that kind of thing, and I, I still follow it now, like a little bit, and I'll I'll go and go and play games now and then, but it's time time consuming, but. Very similar to us in the sense of me and H did YouTube for various different reasons. Yeah. And that period taught us how to shoot, how to edit, how to operate, Premiere, all of these types of things. Yeah. And at the time we had people, what are you doing? You're making any money? You're not getting any views? You're not doing this? You're not doing that? Obviously we had a different end goal in mind mm. then. Yeah. Now we look back on saying we actually gave us like the fundamentals of what we do now and make money yeah. for and live off of. Yeah, it's your Came tools. From that. It's your tools, right? You're yeah. using your tools back when you're 13 and now you're, you're in your 20s. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. And you've used it for you've had all that experience before, before going to college, before going to uni. You're already you're already using the the mm-hmm. the, the, the software that that they're using on on big big budget things. And yeah. Even After Effects, it's used in what films? It's used in everything. Mm-hmm. Using that back in when you were when we were young, like ten years ago, it was. It's um, it's good to to see that full circle moment. Yeah. That's dope, man. When did everything like for you? Because I I know that there's some crazy things that we can go into, but we'll save those for a little bit later in the episode. Yeah. But like, when did when did everything really start happening for you? When did you really think like, okay, I'm making progress now? That it moment, yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. moment. You're like, you know what? I'm actually doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that there's a there's a few moments. I don't say there's one particular, but um, I when when I was in uni, so I went to, for context. I went to uni and and I did graphic design. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> you do it as well? Eh? Did you do it as well? No, 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 no. no. It's just he was just about to start waffling and doing our little thing, but <laughs> now's not the time. <laughs> so graphic yeah, design did, at I uni. Did, yeah. um, graphic design at uni. I, di- I didn't really see a, a purpose in doing photography or doing videography. I can mm-hmm. I can do that and I can learn it on YouTube and mm-hmm. I've been doing it. So I, I don't really see a, a other than if I was to go into like broadcast or like like TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. That wasn't really my my kind of thing. I wasn't really into that, but. I did graphic design, um, always interested in like branding. Um, I was always building brands as a kid just for fun and, and, and making logos for like local companies. And um, and, and I really enjoyed it. When you say uh, as a kid, what, yeah. what, what was that in the same time oh, as the so Call of Duty? Yeah, like 12, 13, 14. Like mm-hmm. when I was at like primary, uh, not primary school, you secondary, secondary school. for the services as well? I was, I was charging like what fifty quid for like a logo or something like that. It wasn't. Yeah, but to you at thirteen then. That's oh yeah, yeah. That's still very yeah, impressive, bro. Definitely at yeah. that age, like yeah. 13, 14 years old, bro. Most kids at that age, all they care about is just jerking off their fucking <laughs> and playing cards. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you man. were yeah. playing your skill set. Yeah, it's playing a creative, a, a creative form or creative outlet to those hobbies that we did. Like, mm-hmm. like, like that's game. amazing, bro. 
Um, and yeah, I was just so um, engrossed in like softwares and like Photoshop and um, I suppose um, with with branding, taking that to the next level was, was uni and um, learning about the business behind like branding and um, different outlets of branding. So you've obviously got packaging, you've got um, actual logo design, you've got web design, you've got all different areas of that. Um, with, with my with my course, it was very generalized and then you would um, narrow down to like a, a route you want to take. I think one was illustration, wasn't really my thing. I can't, even though I do a lot of design stuff, I can't draw for shit. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of designers can't draw for shit. It's just more about visualizing um, mm-hmm. branding and, 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 how, and how things sit on different media and things like that. Um, and yeah, I took the took the branding route, um, and I was at Salford Uni, um, great uni by the way, um, and um, learnt learnt a lot, learnt a lot about the industry and um, what what was what was to come. Did a few like interviews and um, didn't really know what direction I wanted to take when I was sort of finishing. Um, actually, um, went to an interview at Social Chain. I don't know if you've heard of that. That's um, Steve Bartlett's yeah, company. Steve Bartlett's thing, yeah. 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 And they wanted to take me on um, doing video work. Oh, that's cool. Um, but I was at that point where I was coming out of uni and I thought to myself, what's the perfect opportunity now is I've got no worries. I've got, I'm stress-free. I've got no house to pay for, luckily. Mm-hmm. I've got a, a good roof over my head at home with my with my parents. Um, and I've got no financial risk or anything like that. Maybe I should go freelance, see how it goes. Um, if it's six months, it doesn't work out. Then I've, I've lost nothing, right? You'll we'll find um, something, won't find you? You've got the yeah. qualifications. Um, so yeah, I went freelance, um, slow at the start, and and one of those moments coming back to it that um, sort of it wasn't much of a, a paid opportunity. It wasn't a massive paid opportunity, but it was an opportunity which I could use something as a portfolio Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Creamfields, I think it was 2018. Um, and it was Sigala. You heard of Sigala? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He, uh, he's got a few chart hits and um, does stuff with like Ella Air and different art, like David Getty. Mm-hmm. Just done a, um, it was a, a big deal, bro. Yeah. Um, and I just reached out to, um, actually reached out to his, he had a, an MC or like a hype man for his DJ set. Because um, he's, you know, wasn't really much of a talker, like you know, where DJs mm-hmm. big up the crowd and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys so just walking up and down. Come on, Creamfield, can I hear you? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he had, he, had, he had a guy doing that. Yeah. Uh, it must just be his thing that he doesn't really want to talk. And that's to who guy. you were in contact with. Yeah. So I, he was called Joe. Um, still in touch with him now. He's doing his own thing. Um, and I, 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 you can reach out to artists, right? But they're so busy. They're getting so many DMs, whatever. They're never always going to come back to you. Um. So I found Joe's profile on Instagram um, and I messaged him and I was like, yo bro, um, would love to shoot for Greenfields. Um, I know you're headlining this um, this weekend coming up. It was really close to the event as well. Um, let's see what we can do. Um, I think it was like an hour later, got a message back of him. Yeah, yeah, I'll, t- I'll put you in touch with Bruce. Bruce is Sakala. That's his real name. Um, I'll put you in touch with Bruce's man- management. Um, be good to have you down. Come shoot this set and... Uh, yeah, that was the first, the first bit. You're buzzing as well. Yeah, it was main stage at Creamfields, and I'd never shot in in the past. I'd shot 
like nightclubs and and I've shot like nightclubs for free just to get that mm. like initial uh, look what I can do. You have yeah, to though in this exactly, industry exactly, though. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was bro. shooting project in, in Manchester and uh, they, they don't do it anymore, but they do project in Leeds and that was like a imagine like a night out, but it's like a festival night out. Like a uh, scatty, messy, late. Yeah, yeah, they have like CO two cannons and all the all, <laughs> yeah. this, all the rest of it. So I just thought that was that's a great opportunity to get something to show rather than rather than saying believe in me, mm-hmm. say believe in me but hit this is what i can do as well um so i sent that with that and, and it got it got the job at, at creamfields um and it was main stage creamfields and i was i was shitting myself a, li- a little bit this you like guy. in the bit in between the crowd and the stage as well yeah, like on really stage big. with him yeah it was, dope, it was it was crazy but um what well, quickly bro what was the what was the time in between uni and that and starting freelance um just for a bit of context Starting freelance, I just went straight out of uni. Um, I, I don't know, the, I don't know 2018. Like yeah, that, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying that the time in between, okay, I'm going to go freelance to um, on the main stage at Creamfields doing something. I, th- I think it was it was probably that summer because uh, Creamfields is like August. Yeah. Um, probably finished uni in like May. Wow. So it was, it was that quick. I was, just, I was just looking up for opportunities. Yeah. And, um, you charge them for it? I think I charged like 100 quid or something. Okay. Yeah. They got steel. Yeah, they did. And you yeah, put together yeah. a masterpiece from as well. Yeah, but. it was at the time it was all right. Now it's looking a bit dated, but it was 2018. That's yeah. quite a while ago now. Um, but um, yeah, the the whole experience at Creamfields, and I've I've done it a few years since. It's always always a good time, and you always you always I always do it for the experience, not for not for the money mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, so would you say that was the moment? Like, oh wait, I can actually do this. Yeah, it gave me a bit of self belief. Um, I, I was a bit doubtful in, in what I could do probably at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gave me that kickstart and that drive and that, that energy of seeing something going out and people liking it and reacting well, mm-hmm. reacting well to it is satisfying. Yeah. I was going to say, so I know you mentioned your portfolio and obviously experiences now. Mm-hmm. What's You've got a crazy portfolio of experiences. Yeah. I, like, I see that from your stories and stuff like that. Yeah. I want to dive into some of those. Yeah, I think a cool place to start is you... Well, the Nelk boys. Yeah. Obviously, you went and filmed the pod with them mm-hmm. and Tate. Yeah. How was that? One of their highest performing yeah, podcasts yeah, yeah. as well. By yeah, the I think it was the one of the highest performing podcasts that they had. Uh, it got taken down, but um, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, we won't talk about that. How did that? So, um, how, how did you? Who got in touch with you for that? How did that all come about? So that began. Um, obviously, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the Nelk, Nelk boys. Yeah, yeah, and even like from the start before they were they were big with Jesse and uh, oh and bro Kyle. those are the days man <laughs> with the coke prank and, yeah. and and everything it was just I, I'm always a, been a big fan of YouTube and, mm-hmm. and been in the YouTube space so understood like what what their business was and um they were like the they first were. ones to do it the way they did it as well oh yeah but it was like whole, fuck YouTube we're just gonna use you to sell our products yeah, as opposed the whole to merch thing but they were actually creating a a community as well like mm-hmm. the full thing community it was very it's like a cult. Oh yeah, it was, and and the and the things they were putting out, the product they were putting out, it was always creative. That's what I liked. It wasn't just putting. And they always found a way to find something else that went so well with their brand and the niche that they were going into. Even like little things like shotgun tools. Yeah, man. Probably buying them for like twenty, thirty p, and selling them for six, seven dollars, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like just flipping them, yeah, like it's, it's nothing. Su- super smart business. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. But um, that that came about with. Um. So. I followed up the whole team of, of the whole network team on, on Instagram and um, just through just through seeing people mentioned on things. And I saw um, it's actually Gabe and the uh, assistant, I mm-hmm. believe Kyle's assistant. Um, he put a story out 
um, and it was just text on a black screen, I believe, and it said, um, "Is anybody able to produce a podcast in Croatia?" Something because yeah, it was it was it was Yacht Week in yeah. Croatia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something along the lines yeah. of that. It was like anybody able to um, produce this? We need this equipment and, and what have you. And I looked at it and I replied to it and I said, "Yeah, bro, I can sort it out, no problem." And I couldn't. I never shot a podcast before. I oh, never, shit, that was your first podcast. I never shot a podcast before. Shoot your up, shot, my boy. With Tate as well. I just replied. I went, "Yeah, I can do it, bro." And. Although I didn't know, I never shot a podcast before. Mm-hmm. I had the people around me to be able to to be able to make that happen yep. and to make it happen at a, a high quality level, just yeah, through yeah. experience and through people who I know um, in the industry. Um, and this was on, I believe, like a Wednesday that this story went out, and I replied to it, and he re- replied to me, and he said, um, "Yeah, it's on Friday," and we were in. I was in the UK, and this was like late Wednesday evening. <laughs> opens uh, up Skyscanner quickly yeah. <laughs> like. so um, luckily on um, on the gum, I'd just done the gumball rally um, I think it was yeah Toronto to Miami we did sick um, dive into that yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throwing out these ladies <laughs> and uh, on on that trip there was a podcast guy because we were doing okay. like on, on the road podcast and he was called Callum um, and yeah, me and Callum got on on this part, on this uh, on this trip with each other the whole week. It's mm-hmm. kind of like kind of like a family thing. Stayed in touch. Um, so on Thursday, on the Wednesday evening, um, I messaged Callum and I said, uh, "Are you free on on Friday?" Um, and initially he said no. And I said, "What if I told you it was uh, the Nelt Boys and we have to go to Croatia?" He went, "Yeah, I'm free." <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what he cancelled. Calls up yeah. and listen. Oh, you're gonna have to cancel Friday. You have to cancel. Friday. Yeah, I don't know what he cancelled, but he, he did. He made it happen. <laughs> Got um, it done. Yeah, and we. Um, I, I, have a, I have a guy who does who does some stuff for me, and I said, bro, I need. You. I'm I'm really busy because I was really busy with, with other work as well. I said, really busy right now, but can you like organize travel and and um, we'll link up in like a group chat with uh, the Nelt team, and I just need to organize travel. Callum's travel because he's coming from London. We're going from Manchester. Um, and we'll we'll go out there and, and we'll, we'll shoot it. Um, Callum had a lot of equipment, like you, you obviously know, podcasts mm-hmm. yeah. is quite heavy to take around, and um, he had to get himself from London to to Croatia and all the all the boxes and kit with him <laughs> on, on his own. own. That'd like be horrible. Yeah, I think it was like a man? jet two flight or something like that. So oh, it was, no. you can't really take take a lot with you. Um, but yeah, we he flew out um, Thursday night. Uh, we flew out. Friday morning, um, got there, set everything up. Um, it was in like a hotel setting. Um, Cigar, yeah, I, I remember. The, the podcast looked really clean, by the way. Yeah, it was really yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, shout out Callum. Um, Callum's Callum's the guy, from, and uh, we yeah set it all up. Um, and it was a it was a good podcast. Tate was Tate was on the podcast. Um, it was a the the point where Tate was quite huge, quite big online mm-hmm. and quite um, controversial in some points on online, but. Uh, yeah, it was a successful one. What, what, so what? You walk in. Yeah. You're this camera guy that's replied to Gabe, Gabe's story, yeah. and you. What, what? What's the reception that you get when you get there? Is it from everybody? Kyle, from the assistants, from the teams, from from Andrew as well. Like, how how was the reception when you walk in? What? Yeah. So we um, we set up in this in this room, and Gabe comes introduces himself. Uh, just 
Lovely guy. Give you a kiss and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice na- na- to meet you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <No pressure. laughs> yeah, thanks, but yeah, he sets it, well, we set everything up. Um, he has a look over everything and just make sure it's like the usual mm-hmm. usual podcast. They sent us like a list of equipment as well. Um, and we said, we've actually got this equipment. It's a little bit different, but it's it's better for what, for what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually took some tips from us uh, and, and Callum as well. Um, and took took it on board because they, they travel a lot and they mm. wanted something that they could condense and, and take with them. What? So obviously oh. we've we've flown flown to across Europe with that. They can fly fly across the world with it. So um, that was that was one of the main, main reasons we, we we were doing it because they have a full time podcast team in, mm-hmm. in in America, but flying all that equipment around because they just go from state to state to yeah, state to state exactly. To state. Yeah, and and they're very much like um, spare of the moment kind of people. So they might just decide to go to London, but then they've got a get all the podcast equipment and mm-hmm. all the people who are attached to the podcast to London or so it's, it's very like it, it cuts down a lot of the logistics yeah. if, if I'm taking care of it um, and my team's taking care of it like I said Gabe I'll be there we'll record it this time it'll all be set up mm-hmm. takes time off their hands you've got to walk in and just and sit down you've got to walk in sit down we press record and, and then that's it um, so yeah the the team walked in um, Kyle walked in um, said hello that lovely guy um, Celine was there Stani was there and then a few, few, few of the other team as well. Um, did them boys take the time out of their day to come over and make conversation with you guys or not? Not really. Yeah, Carl did. Yeah, Carl had a little conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, Tate walked over. He was uh, appreciative of everybody as well on the podcast. Because um, people, people at this high caliber, they can just walk in, sit down, ignore you. They don't. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. have to. They don't owe us anything. I mean, we've, we've set up the podcast and. Let's do a job, yeah, right? We're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're being paid to, to be there, and, and, that, and that's that. But they took the time to, to and they're, they're at the highest level of, of what they do, right? So they cover your flights and everything. Covered everything, hotels, everything. Just, yeah. What was the bag like? Just out of curiosity, what's was, the note bag? It was, like? it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I won't go into exact details, but <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, yeah. it was good for for a podcast. But um, it's also, um, I'm, I'm, I'm one never to take the piss out of people like that. Mm-hmm. I know how much the money they they make, and everyone does. They know they make a lot of money, but. I'll never take the piss with mm-hmm. clients like that because of their importance and um, and as well if you take care of them they're more than likely going to yeah. be the, you're the first person they're going to call long back as, as long as as long as me and my team do a a, a fucking good job mm-hmm. then I'm 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 going to give you a good price and it's not going to be astronomical just because of who you are yeah, mm-hmm. I don't believe in that I remember H actually sent me at this point I had no idea who you were and uh, H was like bro this videographer that because he sent me some of your work before. He was like, look at this. Look how amazing this is. All of this kind of stuff. Because you, your work's brilliant. Thanks, man. Um, and around the time that you did it, we were just starting, right? Mm-hmm. It was very, we were very fresh. Mm. And he was like, bro, he's filming the tape pod. And we'd seen all the stuff leading up to it. We're going to Croatia to meet Andrew. We're going to this. this. Yeah. And he was like, bro. And I was like, shit. <laughs> this motherfucker, man. Yeah, like, like, like I said, that what people didn't realize, it was such a spare of the moment thing. Mm-hmm. And, and something I've never done necessarily before it's crazy that you've never even done it before i love the fact that you said i don't know how i'm gonna do it but yeah i can do it yeah i love that it's about believing in yourself and and Mm -hmm. knowing the people around you that can that can do it and putting that teams together and Mm -hmm. that there's value in that yeah um luckily um i met callum on that trip otherwise that wouldn't have happened was that the same thing for the impulsive episode as well yeah so that was more um more callum callum's Mm -hmm. um callum's connection um and um callum's thing i was just there to help out on it as well and mm-hmm. um bring a, f- a few pieces of equipment for that um that was recently in in, in manchester with just for some context guys um ollie was part of the crew that filmed 
Logan, Mike Malak, KSI, and Erling Haaland's most recent impulsive yeah, we'll episode. Fuck it up, bro. It's dope because they did the. They just signed Haaland as a prime athlete. Yeah. They did all the promo stuff that was all over TikTok. Anybody who's on TikTok has seen that stuff. Yeah. And sorry, bro. You got the charity match as well. Oh yeah, so I was, I was, work, I, <laughs> I was yeah, I was working on that one. That one's good, and I've yeah. just started doing a lot more for the side of Ben now. Oh, that's sick. Um, how does how does something like that even come about? Again, it's uh, it, it's connections again. So luckily, I've um, over the years just created a, a network on Instagram, and um, I had a guy follow me called Henry. Um, Henry, he's part of Arcade Media, who mm. sort out all of. Um, the Sidemen's um, creative and creative behind the brands that they own. So XAX Sides mm-hmm. um, and uh, Side Plus as well. Um, and Henry had just been promoted to creative director of Arcade Media. And Henry's just been following me for, for a while, I believe. I think it's how, how it came about. And we've been talking um, about different things mm-hmm. and um, always followed his work. I think he's always followed my work. Um, and there was a a job that came up, I think it was uh, Vicstar. He was doing a night club event in Casino in Guildford. I was going to say, I saw that. He was DJing, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think... Um, you walk into the club and see Vic on the decks, bro. <laughs> you're going to be like, well, sh- should I really be in here? <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't see it, but are you supposed to be all right? Well, he's probably got a lot of time. All yeah, the best yeah. kit. Probably had the best people teaching yeah, him he's, how to he's do pretty, it. Vic's a grafter as well. He uploaded like a YouTube video every single day for like the past like 10 years. Without missing a day. What even now? I don't know. If, does he still it, like up to like very recently? I don't, I don't know, know now, but yeah, he yeah, used yeah. to he used to grind. Yeah. Like ten years straight, bro. Like I, I never day. used to follow. The only time I would ever see him would be in the group settings. No, I did. I I heard it on the. It was very pod. gamey. Like yeah, I didn't really. He's very much a gamer, and mm-hmm. yeah, I heard it on the fellows' podcast. They spoke about it. That's, yeah. Well, listen, you don't get to the levels that they get to without putting it in that oh, type yeah, of work. You got to put the time in for that. Hundred percent. Sorry, bro. We cut you up. So yeah, he was doing an event. And see, yeah, he was doing a. It was a. A nightclub in Guildford. I've never been to Guildford, but it's for it's like uh, northwest Londonish area, um, and it was like a student club. I was just like a student club you find yeah. in Manchester, I suppose. Um, and I think it was one of the resident DJs there had taught Vic to DJ, so it was kind of like a favorite okay. thing, yeah, but yeah. also um, uh, a way of um, getting XX vodka, which is their vodka brand, um, into the into, nightclub. Into the nightclub and. and, and Having the space to shoot something for XX vodka as well, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I was, I was, um, Henry put me on this job. He just said, "Oh, can you, can you do this? Uh, it's Vic Star. He's going to be playing at this um, nightclub, and all of it was is just making a, a video, um, taking a few photos, um, and just showing the experience really. And that was my first experience with the Sidemen team and um, Vic in, in person as well. And I was quite nervous to be fair. Um, I don't normally get nervous around talent or people, but mm. I grew up watching the Sidemen. Big and deal. I think yeah, yeah. You probably have as well. And um, it's watching them for so long and then being in person, it's it's, Crazy. A, it's a weird experience um, to start experience. off with. Yeah. Well done though, bro. Yeah, thanks, man. It's all right. Uh, and that, that was the first one. And then, yeah, it's just snowballed ever since. Mm-hmm. And then the charity match. And then. So you're doing everything. What, they, they've got a new drink in the can as well, haven't they? Yeah. Even even the video that you did before the charity match, I remember you put it on your story. Um, the kit reveal, wasn't it? Kit reveal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was a fucking sick bit. That was a pretty intense shoot, though. That. Um, so what was intense? It was. Um, so they have they have like, they have an office in in, in, 
in Shoreditch and they have a studio in there and it's just like a studio that you can hire. There's a bunch of different offices in mm-hmm. one building. But um, This is sp- Sidemen specifically? Yeah. Is it the one that they do the 20 versus 1 and it's the massive Infinity War? No, that's a different one, I believe. Um, right. But Side Plus is shot in this building and the podcasts that they have okay, is yeah, 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 up yeah. in this building. Um, and there was a, a small cove, like, like, like 20 versus 1, but it was like a quarter one. of the size. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah, that set's huge, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's big, bro. Just quickly off topic, have you seen their new one with speed or I'm not? not? No, I'm not. Bro, it's it. it came out <laughs> yesterday or the day before. <laughs> I, I like three, about three days, bro. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. But I've yeah, got got it, I've got it on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much, yeah. Um, yeah, and this was uh, again. It was quite a short thing. It was like two days before shoot. Um, and Henry again was was the, the guy who put me put me on this, um, and. It was a, I had a blank canvas, I had a, a studio, which was a quarter of the size of probably the, the big one that you're talking about. Um, there was lights there, not necessarily the lights that I've used before. Um, and then they had, in the side, luckily in the, in the side plus um, studio, they had like a makeshift um, bench, like a, like a locker room bench mm-hmm. that you could, that they had um, the t-shirts hanging up on the, the, the kit that they, that they wore. Um and I had one or two minutes with each person to shoot. And did they just say like, just make an advert? So or yeah, it's very much creative, creative freedom. Um, they, they showed me the kit, showed me the branding. It was very much anime esque with mm-hmm. some of the things that they did for the charity event. A lot of cartoon animation and like like Yu Gi Oh style mm-hmm. um, animation that they, that they had going on for like the player reveals and stuff like that. So. Going back to, to 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 uni, that's where I kind of learned how to work with those assets as well. Um, work with the current branding that they've got going on and branding specific for the event. So I knew that they they had this look going on, and when I got to shoot something like that, it's very much tailoring the the shots to, to sort of constructing the edit in your head already before you even um, even back at the editing desk. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I had. I was I set, set everything up, looked good. Um, I, I, I wasn't stoked on it though. I wasn't I wasn't like oh this is gonna be really good. I was, I was quite nervous. I was like oh, I really don't know how I'm gonna do this, and I get quite anxious on things like that, mm-hmm. um, just because it's such a high profile thing and it's it's a big event. Um, and yeah, literally I had probably about one or two minutes with each person that came in, a few shots out, in out, and and that that was that was a tough thing for me having to capture one video footage and two photos mm. in those two minutes with each with each talent um and yeah the fo- the photos they came out well i did them first whatever um video when i come to start a video and and it's it's happened on, on probably probably almost big every big shoot that i do i'm always very anxious to start the edit because i don't know where to start that's uh, the worst thing it's like once you it's yeah. like it's like when you like procrastinate to do anything, like you don't want to start it, but then once you start, it's like everything just starts flowing. Yeah, bro. And and, and what I've started saying t- saying to myself at the start of every edit is it's gonna be fine and mm-hmm. it's gonna look sick at the end. And as long as I remind myself about that, it always does that, it. That amazes me, like from an outsider's point, yeah. Looking in, you're obviously very, very talented and very skilled at what you do. And even now, when you've been given these opportunities and trust by such huge brands, yeah. when they know there's going to be so many eyes on your work and they trust you with it, mm. you still sit at that desk and think, okay. Yeah. It's daunting. It's really, and, and when I come back from that day, when I was coming back on the, I came back on the train, I think 
was like, I was I was messaging people. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like, I, don't, I don't know if I've got enough footage. I, I, just, I worry myself and it. it's something probably I've got to work on. But it's being anxious yeah. about like, God, the shots are good enough and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, well. and then and then going through the the the, the footage and like, oh no, I don't know. And you get yourself worked up, and then you, but then you start it, and then you get through it, and mm-hmm. then you use the assets that they've already got, the branding that they already got, it comes together. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that is just a personality trait of somebody that's great, though, because you have such high expectations for yourself. Mm. You kind of set the bar before you even started, and you're like, okay, well, I need to. Do you know? Do you, know, do you get what I'm saying? I suppose it's like trying to one up yourself every time mm-hmm. you, know, yeah. you do a video, and in some ways that can be a little bit toxic. As yeah, well. I was gonna say it can be. Yeah, I, 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 I try to. Obviously, the, there's, a, there's a good video, but then if you're trying to make an even better video, and then an even better video, there's only so far you, mm-hmm. can, you can go. But it's reminding yourself that um, this video is, is good. It serves a purpose, because that's that's another thing as well. The vi- a video can look good, but if a video is good and it doesn't serve a purpose, then what's the point of the video? If it's for, if it's for sales or if it's for uh, brand awareness then that, that's the purpose that it's set, set to do. And if it achieves that, then it's, it's a good video. You tailor your edit specifically to what the purpose of the video is. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. the call to action on, on that was to, to, to visit the site and it showed off the kit in its, in its glory and um, it showed um, the dates of the, of the event. So it upheld the, the, the dates and it featured the talent. Uh, the talent's the hook. and Yeah, which always works. Yeah, was your opening shot JJ? Uh, no, JJ wasn't on that shoot, unfortunately. I oh, think was I, think he was, I think he was in camp or something like that. Oh, okay. Was, Who was your opening shot? Um, I think it was Vic, you know. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. I think I put Vic there. Yeah. Was Vic the second biggest at the side, man? My head would have gone towards either Harry or Simon. Yeah, Simon or Could Harry. be Harry. Yeah. Huh? Could be Harry. Harry's hu- Well, Harry's 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 was pack, huge, yeah, but Harry's he just stopped now. Remember the one when he got... Um, Team of the Year, Messi and Ronaldo in the same pack opening. I'm not into football, so I don't really... Oh, yeah, bro. I, I, I remember that one, and I never really used to watch too much yeah, game and stuff. Yeah. I just used to watch it to see if he'd throw a chair at yeah, something. Yeah, he launched the yeah, chairs yeah. everywhere. And all. I remember the um, when he uh, he shot the ball at his mum's face. That's still going to this day, bro. To this day. Still viral. Yeah. God knows how many views that's on as well. Yeah, very crazy. One thing that I remember after you did the sideband shoot and you put it on your story... You said like the importance of branding and like mm-hmm. someone that's good at branding, like being able to captivate that in a video and such a short shoot. Obviously, you explained how little time you had. Mm-hmm. Well, like what what is good branding for a video? Like how are you selling from the video? I think it's it's a it's a, a lot of different things. So you've got to understand the intent of the shoot first of all. Mm-hmm. So what does the client want the outcome of this to be? Um, is it just for brand awareness? Do they just want to? to make the sidemen um, look nice or, mm-hmm. or look good or um, do they want to sell a product within this video or do they want to sell a service or do they want to inform people about something? Um, there's, there's different different things that, that a, a, a video can mm-hmm. can serve purpose for. So w- once, you w- once you understand that, that's when you take a look at the branding that they've got um, ready for the video if it's a, a specific event or um, if it's just a brand in general what branding do they currently have and how can that be used um, to aid that video in its purpose um, and I think it's a balance of if it's a product video then show the product show the talent that are wearing or 
using the product um, because then it's linked to someone who is either notable mm-hmm. or um, somebody who can uh, endorse that product to show um, it, its purpose or how good it is or um, that they think it's cool. Um, it could be as simple as that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's that balance between... Um, showing the product and having someone in, endorse it um, and maybe telling a story as well because stories, if we're talking about selling it, always sells. Um, and having, with, with someone like the Sidemen, it's, it's important to show that um, who they are and always keeping those roots within the video. So if one of the sidemen in this serious video is funny, always keep that funny moment in that in that video because it shows their personality. We don't want to change them as a person um, because then it becomes blurry between are they the sidemen or are they just people selling a product? Mm-hmm. It just becomes less personal then as well. Um, and the personal and, and take on the sidemen stuff has been working yeah. for a very long time, yeah, so yeah. it's like, yeah. why mess with it as well? And And... And people, um, people grow up with these with these guys, right? And 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 your your favorite YouTubers, um, are like your friends almost. Um, that's why that's how I see it anyway. That that you you you're kind of like friends with these people, and you, it's like you know them before you, you even yeah, met yeah, them, yeah. before you even, even met there's them. There's so much of them, isn't there? Yeah, so, so much of them to keep, see. Keep, keep personality in, in videos and, and and show that personality in the video. Amazing, bro. Yeah. I want to I want to come away from the sidemen and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. And I want to touch more on you. Mm-hmm. What what does the brand, Oliver J, where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years? And and how do you intend on getting to those places? Um, I, I see myself expanding a lot. Um, it's hard to let go of what I've learned over the past year. It's hard to let go of editing. And it's hard to let go of being in control. Yeah. I'm very much a control controlling and a kind of guy and I, I like to do things specific ways and shoot things specific ways and edit things specific ways. And I suppose that's just me always doing it and doing it until it's done right rather than doing something and, and it being average. Mm-hmm. I always want it to be the best it can be, whether that's doing three extra days on a spending three extra days on a video i'm not going to charge for it but i just want a good video at the end of it and i want that client to be happy at the end of it Mm -hmm. and i think you can get to a point where you're doing so much yourself you can't take it any further and it's bad business right if you can't if you if you you get to a point where you're capped and you're working your, your ass off you've got no time to yourself and you can't go any further than that. So There's what no do you growth do? In it, you yeah. expand, right? Um, and that's where um, having a good circle of people come come into place, and people who you've met along 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 that journey of of you doing everything. And that's where uh, I've just recently started doing things like obviously like the, the the podcast thing. There was three people on on that, and Callum was sort of leading that, but it was under the Oliver J brand as you, as you know it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's where I think. Expanding and taking it further with with my career is is, is going, um, and then expanding businesses as well. Um, I do other things apart from from videography. What, what as do well. you do? So I, I own this brand, Dreamland. Amazing. Um, with congrats. Uh, thank you, man. With uh, an influencer and and creator in America called uh, Jacob Jacob Riglin. Um, I don't know. You'll have seen 
Jacob, Jacob's travel photos, video, everything you see on Pinterest, like in Bali or, or Dubai, you'll have seen Jacob's photos somewhere. Okay. Um, and we had this synergy where he was traveling all the time and wanted something to, to, to wear and, and we're creating all these amazing videos and photos for, for brands and getting paid for it, but why can't we make our own brand and, and do it ourselves yeah. and do it the right way and do it how we want to do it? So that's where that synergy came in place. Um, I did um, merchandise design for um, the, the, the chain smokers a little bit and um, some other influencers in America, and that link came came through that. Um, that's amazing, man. So there's other businesses there that um, I'm ex- exploring, and um, I do a lot of video content in. Nobody knows this in the in the in the dentistry. Um, Really? Yeah, yeah, section, yeah. So might be able to help us. Mm-hmm. It's just a yeah. it's a niche that I found and um we're sort of launching a, an agency within the dental space um in the next uh, few months that that'll be cool, man. Another one, yeah. So you keep yourself busy and it's all part of that busy. that growing and expanding. Yeah, yeah, it's growing and expanding. Like I said, you get to a point and it's capped and um I'd like to free up more of my time because mm-hmm. I'm a workaholic. I'll I'll sit there editing until 3am and then get up at 9am and then go to a shoot and then come back and do it again. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd like to free up some of my, my time. So I think that's nice at the beginning. Though. I don't know, because we're kind of in that stage now. It's like constant. I don't mind it. I, don't, I think nice might be the wrong word. I think it's just we're so locked in. Hungry for it. Yeah. Hungry. Yeah. And More it's like, more. that's just norm. Yeah. And then when you're not, you feel like you're letting yourself down letting the business down and let maybe letting each other down as well to an extent like yeah. if i know that h is calling me and or i call h and i'm sat on the toilet and i can hear his mac ringing in the background i'm like he's at his desk and i'm not yeah but, yeah <laughs> yeah you feel guilty don't you yeah you're like oh, i really want to watch this on tv and i should be working mm-hmm. it's that pressure in it when you're self-employed and and you're your, your business relies on you and you alone. If you don't do the business, it's, it's, you're not going to go anywhere, right? I think the worst is like when you go out and you're like, right, okay, I'm going to enjoy myself today. And you go out and you just feel horrible that you're out. Yeah, you're on WhatsApp, like, you WhatsApp 24 7. I'll go around to my girl's yard, bro, and it'd be like 11 at night and like a client might have messaged me and I'd be replying to him, like trying to sort out like a Really? You should wait until nine. Oh, yeah. But we don't. No, we don't. And then we get into that vicious cycle where we will reply at 12 o'clock at night and we will do work at, at twelve. You're beating those guys though that would wait until the next day. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, you I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Oh, but stop! No, I'm no, saying no, like no. really, the client will get a message back at nine a.m. and, and think, oh, I was asleep happy. or yeah. I was yeah. wouldn't know any yeah. different. But it's like, ding, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then your arms <laughs> up at you six. You're at the me? gym. You're yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I think it's important to set limits sometimes with clients and and to have that that boundary where it's like not replying and but at the same time I don't think we've reached that yeah, point yet. Yeah, yeah. We're just at the same time it's it's a bit in your head in it. Yeah, like, oh that, that message is on my phone waiting over there. I can I can reply to it now in two seconds. Yeah. Because it's like because obviously we're like quite new, like we've got an agency and it's like it's very like at the moment it's like that snowball and it's like we're constantly like meeting new people, new people are reaching out, especially the last month. It's like fuck me, like apparently everybody wants to work with us. <laughs> yeah, the last three days I've woken up to another person asking yeah, to work yeah, yeah. for Literally us to do work for great. them. Sick. But two months ago we were like spending days like trying to find emails oh. to outreach. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that it's a crazy industry to be in. Yeah. It is like that though. I can I can resonate with that mm-hmm. because sometimes some months I'm like, oh it's a quiet month. But then something'll come up. 
And I always remind myself, oh, someone's going to come up, and it does. Mm-hmm. And you've just got to remind yourself of that, I think. Oh, you! Yeah, you. I know you're looking at yourself right now, and you're thinking, why am I not subscribed to the Gooms podcast? Just f***ing do it then. Because it helps the boys out more than you actually know. Peace. That's, a, that's, that's one thing I think that we're good at together. Yeah. Because one of us might be like, and the other one's like, bro, come on, man. We woke up, went to the gym, we got on the laptop, we did our stuff, we're going to keep doing our stuff, and something's going to come. Mm-hmm. You're doing it, that's the main thing. It's like a patience yeah. game. It actually, it's if, you, like if you're not game. doing anything and nothing's coming, then <laughs> yeah, what I don't, you don't blame you. Like, yeah. You, yeah, but if, you, if you're doing something every day and, and it is coming, uh, guaranteed it's not, it's not going to be coming at some point, but it will come, then that, that's the main thing, as long as you're doing something. Yeah, yeah 100%, bro. Definitely. You said you want a little bit more time to yourself. What does Oliver J do in his own time other than make videos? See, see that's the thing. That's the compromise because my job's my hobby, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah. you still now, even to this day, when you're there until 3 a.m.? Yeah, I just, I like being creative. And, yeah. And, and I suppose, like, starting brands is my is my hobby or, mm-hmm. like, I've got different things going on in my in, in, in my head where I'm like, oh, I wanna, really want to try that. So, like, in my spare time, I would probably try different things. That's literally the and, same as me, bro. And just try different avenues and... And building brands and I suppose business is a hobby is so much, but then it gets blurred between your actual mm-hmm. reality and your, and your job. But if we like it and we enjoy it, when, then I feel like when we first started and we had like more free time, like I'd finish like off the laptop, like working and be like seven, eight, I'd be like, right, okay, that's it for today, but like downtime. Like okay, my own content now. I can edit and put out cool links to post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's 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 the thing that your own brand and, and posting yourself is is a job in itself, mm-hmm. right? I think, yeah, I think we un- we actually underestimate it a lot, and we have to remind each other like, fuck, we haven't put any work out. Like we've been busy, yeah. but we haven't showed anybody we're busy, and we haven't showed off any of the stuff that we've done. Yeah, yeah. So how are we going to get the next lot of busy yeah, to come? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. it's even now with TikTok, growing a personal brand like you spoke about, bro. TikTok are paying. Oh yeah, I didn't mean. Bro, you get like a like a million views. You can you can earn like four five hundred quid. I think a million views equates to a thousand pounds. No, no, no. If if all the views are counted, but like if someone doesn't watch the video for longer than five seconds, it doesn't count as like a a, a view for the creator fund that they've got going on now. But yeah, they've changed. It's good though. But for for only for content over a minute long. That's good. So you can put like. So they're pushing more like long form. Yeah. So the podcast clips. Good, yeah. Hopefully clips. we're gonna be fucking. You need ten k though. You need ten k though. You need ten k. We're, we're still at eight. Yeah, if you haven't followed us, yeah, on follow TikTok. us on TikTok, yeah, man. man. <laughs> Fifteen hundred followers off now. Yeah, about eight and a half k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's one video away. A good, a good one or yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, even like what what H said about growing a personal brand on t- on TikTok. Like, we went through a phase where it was every day we were posting something, mm-hmm. and we were accumulating good views creating a good following yeah. and we just stopped because we got too too busy and it's like the last thing you want well for me anyway the last thing i want to do after i've spent all day at the desk is okay i'll go make my own content now like yeah. uh, i want to watch the football and i just want to chill out i suppose that comes to expanding as well like you can you can you can pay people on let's say five or something like that to, to post those things for you and and although initially it's an investment mm-hmm. if you if someone's doing that for you yeah. and you're doing things to to, to accelerate the business in yeah. other areas, then eventually that investment will come back, right? I think we're uh, like in that in that transition period now where it's like we couldn't afford it, now we can afford it, but it's like, do we want to actually afford it? Or do we just, is that being lazy? Bit, yeah. yeah, like it's like, 
if we paid someone to cut up our podcast clips and put them out, are we being lazy? Or do you know what I mean? Lazy. It's investing yourself, yeah. So that we can then so apply you can, ourselves to. You can give your focus 100% on, on, on the, the areas that are important, the, the big shoots or uh, the big clients. Someone in the background's running for you and doing those tedious things that you don't like doing. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to be an investment and you, you're going to take a little bit of a reduction in, in whatever Profits monthly, monthly yeah. income or profit is. But that running in the, in the background will hopefully pay off. And, and in two bring, or three bring months. When yeah, you can, initially yeah. it won't, but uh, in two or three months it, it will do. Yeah. It's just making that first yeah. initial jump, isn't it? It's just a bit like, yeah. okay, do we really need to do it when we can I feel do like it? If I had someone to actually get content of me, like when I'm just doing my shit, like the gym or like when I'm running and like stuff like that, I feel like I would, I'd make time to edit it, but it's because it's long actually getting the content. Well, listen, any young videographers that are listening in the Midlands. Want to come and work for free Want to come? Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you 25 quid for a full day of shooting, man. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> but fuck it up. Well, yeah. how, why don't you like, obviously you, you, you've got a pretty decent personal brand. Mm. On a like on Insta and stuff like that, but how comes you don't post like consistent content all the time? Just like you said, time. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, I've, I've started posting more of the the, mm-hmm. the sideman stuff, and um, I do want to post more, and I, and I do in a way want to um, do more speaking to camera videos and and talking about the the industry and the business mm-hmm. and ways of uh, editing and cause there's a, there's a lot of com- complex things within editing that I'd like to talk about. Mm. And, it's having the time again. So I wanted to know who you were. Like, obviously, you, you, your face isn't really on your Instagram. Yeah, I was literally just about to say, bro, I didn't have a clue yeah. what you look. I didn't know what to expect today. Yeah. I had everyone, a rough idea, that, but so that's what something some I want to want to improve on because everyone's yeah, like, yeah. don't know who he is. But I but think there's something quite nice about that as well, though. But yeah, then it's intriguing. like you open up your page and it's like it's just work. Yeah. So like, I think some pretty cool work. Every, oh yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> but you're a nice kid. You speak well. Yeah. Like I got good vibes off you. I think that could actually work in your advantage as well by showing that a bit to the people that invest into your Thanks, work. Man, yeah, I think it's the time thing. Like I want it, but I've I've got a setup in my, in my home office now where I can um, hopefully um, churn out some of that some of that content and and talk about um, the processes and talk about myself maybe. Yeah, well, um, if you need some editors, yeah, I might need some. I might need some. <laughs> Definitely. I'm using the AI thing that you were talking about. Oh, <laughs> we can't say that. We can't say that. <laughs> Everything we do is here, yeah. Everything. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd like to build my personal brand. I think the personal brand. It's. I, I don't have a website anymore, and I haven't had a website for about three mm-hmm. years. And people are like, how do you, how do you get how do you get work? And it's just through the word of mouth. Yeah, it's literally through the network. Once you've got a, a solid, few clients, they recommend you to that to mm-hmm. the people that they use, and then. Do, do that's stuff, that's for, do, do stuff for thing. them and then they, it's like a big 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 snowball rolling yeah. down a hill it's just we had a thing like that similar where we went to a big corporate real estate um oh they're not a real estate agency are they what are they they own property yeah they, they they're just they own like basically half of birmingham so. yeah and uh we went to them and we showed them all of our stuff they're like yeah yeah great which website um yeah what do you mean? <laughs> Didn't have one. Yeah, I'm like, I've got, I've got my Instagram. You can go. On yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram. <laughs> uh, our CEO is 55 years old. He wants to put www.gmscreative.co.uk and yeah. see what you do. Yeah, definitely. And I was like, fuck, we don't have mm-hmm. that in place. It's good. To, it's good to have. Yeah, we do it now. We we're, yeah. we actually yeah. came away from that rebranded. Said yeah. we changed our name because we had like a bit more of a childish kind of spin off of it. It's Goom's Pod, and it was Goom's Visuals, yeah, cool. but a big corporate. CEO is never really going to take a goom seriously. Yeah. So it's still gooms, G M S, creative. It's a little bit more corporate works. 
at the website. I think something like a website as well. It's with with technology as well advancing every day. It's it's good for be able to. What I like is to be able to book a call with someone from a team as well. So obviously you, you can integrate Google Calendar into into your website these days. You couldn't do that back when I, would, when I had a website. But um, if if I ever if I say to myself, oh, I'm going to put every Wednesday on on my website, and people can book a call with me to, to like onboard as a client or um, to to have a talk about a shoot that they potentially want, then I, I think that's a good thing to have, um, mm-hmm. and it's powerful. And and you can obviously use. Facebook ads to, to to drive to that if you wanted to as well, but yeah, technology on, on websites these days is and it's very much video based right now. There's, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of websites. I think it's something like ninety percent of the content on crazy. like on the internet, like it is is video content, which is crazy. crazy. Right? It's good for us as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good. I don't think video content is going to go anywhere for a very long time. Like I, like content really is king at the moment. I think oh. anyways. Oh yeah, definitely. Even as 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 I say, it's for for your personal brand. It's it's video. For, for products it's video even like facebook ads there's not really any static static mm-hmm. photos of, of, of uh, products anymore services it's more videos and telling people the service that you provide and with tiktok and platforms like tiktok that are popping up it's i feel like tiktok's a bit of a tricky one though with like what we do like uh, i feel like organic content works better mm. like un like unfinished content like this like shot on an iPhone, like not really edited that well. I feel like that's always what does the best. It does, yeah. It, uh, it's a relatability thing on TikTok, yeah. I think. It's one of those things you can put 10 hours into a video, put it on TikTok and it flops and you put something at the gym and, and on, your, on your iPhone and it gets 50k views, 100k views. It's, yeah. it's one of those. But I suppose it's the, the people, you got to go think about the people that are, that are watching it as well. Mm-hmm. And they want that iPhone content. They don't want this polished video that looks like an ad because they've come off of Facebook because it's full of ads or they've come off of Instagram because it's full of ads onto TikTok to get that release. Mm. Um, and I think that's important for um, especially some, some clients to, to understand as well is that um, often iPhone content or content they shoot themselves edited in our ways to mm-hmm. um, so obviously to put the hook at the start and to, to, to craft it in a way that the structure works well for those platforms, but shot on an iPhone is always a great, um, a great thing to have as a business. Yeah. Um, even like time lapses of like, uh, I was I was talking to a um, a joiner, like a luxury joiner. Uh, um, he makes like woodwork, like like you see in here. Okay. Um, and I said, bro, just set up a time lapse of you putting this put the thing up. up and put it on TikTok or put it on Instagram Reels, and it's that satisfaction thing, satisfaction, isn't it? Over, yeah. yeah. And it's such simple things, but People overcomplicate it in their heads when they, when and, and they think they need this videographer and they need um, this high level production with nice lighting and stuff. But it's not always the case. In some cases, you do need that, and it is good to have for for web or for the clients who really want to delve into your your brand. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be an expensive service, let's say. Um, then they can see the quality in, in the product, but that initial drive, organic drive can come from iPhone content definitely yeah. Yeah. Have, you, have you had a lot of experience going viral for clients and stuff like that in the past actually, that? actually haven't you know um, I mean the the, the the most viral thing is the podcast obviously mm-hmm. um, and that's that was driven by the, the talent that was yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. screen and um, a, lo- a lot of what I do is is the high production stuff and the, the, the glossy stuff um, just because it's it, it's more about the editing at the end um, 
like this. Did you edit the impulsive episode? I didn't edit that one, no. But the so the some of the stuff we do for XAX vodka mm-hmm. uh, relies on like three D things. So I get three D things done. Uh, the can stuff that you did for the ad recently, so yeah, good, bro. So, so things things like that. Just I, they didn't ask for the three D stuff. They didn't brief that. They they just said shoot the event. Do whatever create, you want. Create something. Yeah, yeah. yeah so and you just you just went boom. <laughs> <laughs> Have a bit of that, G. <laughs> yeah, so I was just thinking of ways of. So they, they were launching the the can, the, the red, uh, the the mixed berry can, the vodka can. Um, nobody, it's like a, a vodka with a mixer, right? And yeah, it's just, just like canned vodka mixer. Yeah, yeah. mixed berry. Um, and I, I'd shot this event, and I've sh- I've shot events all over the world, um, like for, for gumball and whatever, and and you can shoot a video, but if if it's just a video of the event and you're just showing people what happened at the event. But this was to, to emphasize the release of this can and but to also show the event and the, the scale of the event. And the the the, the can had just come out. There wasn't much imagery of the can. There was a few like posters and, and um, graphics and whatever. And they had they had no three D assets of like like video three D assets mm-hmm. of this. So um I found a guy um who he's he's overseas and he does a lot a lot of work for me now. Um, and I just said, said I gave him a brief. Said I want to make a transit because when when you're communicating with with these people as well, I've got I've got this idea in my head, and I had this idea of this can coming in and being a transition. Yeah. So we could cut from one clip to the to the next clip with this can being the, being the transition in the clip. Um, and I didn't have because they've got they've got the can and it's got this, this graphic on on the can. They've got the the, the design of the can, mm-hmm. and they they didn't have the fat well. They didn't have the file for it, but I didn't really ask for it either. So I, all I had was this can in like a in like an office, and it was on a rotating platform just to show people what it was. And I, I redesigned the whole um, the whole can in Photoshop as like a, as like a flat, mm-hmm. like a like a label. And then I sent that file to the three D designer, and um, he works with me now, and uh, we we did. We did the, the transitions and we did like the outro and it just adds that emphasis of it being the, Bro, product, it was so being the good. product rather than it just being footage of the product. It ties it more towards and the it product. Brings it, life, yeah, it brings it to life, bro. Brings it to life, yeah. Like, bro, I looked at it and I was like, yo, sick. Yeah, and she gives that. And I want to try that, it. Gives that extra bit and 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 there was a there's a quote from I, I did photography at college and my photography teacher and she was probably the best teacher I ever had and she she always said to me. Um, if someone asks, this is very British, very British as well. If someone asks you to make a cup of tea, don't just make a cup of tea. Bring them a biscuit with that cup of tea. And if you apply it to the creative industry, it's like, okay, someone's asked you to make a video. Don't just make a video. Free go that, go the well. extra mile and make a video that's fucking sick. Um, that. I, I, I always, I always live and apply that that quote to, to anything that I do, whether it's um, making a brief for a client or or um, directing a, a video or if you apply that that same mindset to everything, don't just make a video, make a, a sick video. Um, such a sick, it's, it's such a simple saying, but it's yeah. like, it's, it's, it's a necessity, really. We apply it, though, yeah. without thinking it. Yeah, We do apply mm-hmm. it without thinking it. A lot of people do, but when, when she said that, don't just make a cup of tea, bring a biscuit with a cup of tea. It's just that extra mile, right? Leading on from that, let's just say, well, me, me and H now, we're in a position where we want to go to the next level yeah. in terms of our agency and even just in, in general, our skill, mm-hmm. how we can put out pieces of work that are close to the quality of what you do. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them 
to, to potentially be able to get to the, the places and the levels that you're at right now? Um, I'd say investing in yourself. Um, a lot of what I, what, what I did was in investing in myself, whether that's Do not... you mean financially? I think a bit of everything. So not just financially, but time as well. Mm-hmm. Time to, to educate yourself in maybe new areas of uh, design or um, if you're if you're making videos, making good videos, but your branding's lacking a little bit, you don't understand how to to use um, certain brand assets that they've made, then educate yourself on that. So there's a lot of um, investment in education and that can be free education. It doesn't have to be monetary um, education. You just go on YouTube um, or um, the best way of learning is to, is to do it right. Mm-hmm. So in a deep I think it's, it's yeah. something like 20 I, I was listening to a Hormozy podcast I've been listening to it the majority of the week and it's um, he, he said something it's like 20 hours to be like sufficient or something it's like it's nothing really yeah it's, it's nothing like it's absolutely nothing yeah and you can do that in like what two days three days like Literally. It's, it's not going to be be, be a, a massive amount of time but be be the master of, of, of that particular thing that you're learning as well and once you're a master of that add, add another thing to your belt it's like it's like leveling up in, in a game or whatever. You're just adding things to your repertoire. And then once you've got that full knowledge of everything, yes, you can do it yourself, but then you can pass it on to other people as well. And you can guide them on how to how to do that and how to do Locking it, how to do it your way as well. Yeah. yeah. The important thing is telling people and, and showing people how to do it your way. And maybe um, showing them your thought process and your process of, of, of making videos or your process of editing. Um, so there's definitely definitely um, something in investing yourself is um, something I would say. And, and monetary as well. So whether that's equipment, um, grad, it's going to be gradual. So it's something very expensive. Mm-hmm. You can gradually work up to that. It doesn't have to be like instant. I'd say, I'd say um, investing in, in, in equipment, although equipment never is... There is the, the be all and end all of everything. Um, you can make a really good video on an iPhone, and you can make a shit video on a on a on a camera like, like like that over there. It's it's about the the way you use it, and that's with your education that I just talked about, and then then the the equipment comes comes with that as well. So yeah, definitely invest. Bro, what was what what was Gumball like? So, to me, that's a crazy experience. We first heard about that from the fellas podcast because they had the guy who started it on there. Yeah. We actually said, "What did we say? We wanted to. We were like, bro, one day they're gonna ask us to go on. <laughs> gonna- Dude, that's the crazy. It's like half a what is it? Like three, four hundred grand? Go on, three, four hundred. You know, it's like it, it depends. So the the most recent one was like eighty grand per person, and okay. the next one's like you know, I don't know. Like it depends where you go yes, as well. Though, they're gonna fly your cars to different. Yeah, it depends where it goes and what the route is and what's along the route and, and, and what what car did you have? Or did you not? Were you just going around so and spreading around or something? So I've done three now. Um, oh, wow. Three. Yeah. Can you shout us next time or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one was Toronto to Miami. That was my first one. Mm-hmm. Um, got involved with that through a mutual friend again. They were just looking for an extra person to, to jump on the team. And what it is, we're all, fr- we're all freelancers. And there's probably about um, three or four video guys and then about four or five photographers who all go on this this trip and, and capture it. And it used to be once a year. And then they did um, one every six months, just gone. And then they're going back to it a, a year again. Um, but yeah, Toronto to Miami, very, I, I didn't know what to expect going into it. You hear about this, 
about Gumball being mm-hmm. this like uh, this very prestigious event and and a lot of celebrities going on it and it's an endurance that's what it is it's an endurance it's not a race but it's, it's an endurance trip I would say what do you mean so how the Gumball would work so so if we're talking about the Toronto to Miami one uh, we actually as a media team flew a lot of it so the the Gumball is um, they drive from one place um, and they end in another place within a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and every day they stop at a different hotel, different place, different country. Um, so Toronto, I can't remember the exact route, but s- some of the stops in uh, in the Toronto to Miami one, we went, so Toronto's in Canada, um, and we went into America and went to uh, like Nashville, um, Atlanta, um, and we finished in, in Miami, Um the the Hard Rock uh, Hotel in, in Miami, and yeah, so me and me and Matt uh, were, were paired up as like a video team together. So you kind of get a little, little pair, and you, that's who you share your hotel with. Um, and yeah, the America one, we flew a lot of it. So we started in Toronto. You shoot like the grid, and people start in, and it's like a massive, a massive free public event, and all these cars lined up. I think there's about seventy five cars. Uh, all lined up along this like main street in Toronto, um, and me and Matt were flying it. So we had a very strict schedule. It was like you need to be at the airport this time, and we were doing. That was one, a bit frustrating. Yeah, so we were doing one flight a day, oh, and up. you battered by the end. Mate, it was intense. So with Gumball, you sort of wake up at about nine a.m., eight a.m. maybe, and then you would go on the road shoot on the road as well so you would shoot like um, cars on the road traditionally um, some of the team actually drove um, in like a support vehicle it wasn't anything fancy but it was a support vehicle me and Matt were flying so me and Matt would get up at like 9am go to the airport get in the airport get to the um, destination at about 4pm um, get there at 5p. get to like the hotel like 5pm and then we would the, the cars would arrive in this location and again, they would line up a grid in the street, and we would shoot them arrive in. Uh, often quite sweaty works. It's quite hot over there as well. Um, I, lo- lo- I get best sweaty when I'm using my gimbal as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lugging a bag on your back as well because you can't put it down because it's like in the streets and whatever. And then we would go to the hotel for like seven p.m. and then eight p.m. we would um, go to like a dinner, shoot the dinner, and then eight p.m. till about ten p.m. They would just have the dinner, uh, shoot that, and then they would go to a club, and we'd go to shoot at the club as well. So then, like Long all, days. Uh, half eleven uh, p.m. onwards until like four a.m., you'd be shooting, and then you got to do an edit as well. So you got to edit. Oh, what were you get editing everything? One, over one edit a day. So we would get in at like three a.m., steps like five a.m. to edit this this video recap of the day. That would go out the following morning. Then we would get up at eight a.m. again, do it all over again. Okay. You do that for a week long. And yeah, that's that's why it's an endurance because it's it's, it's just, crazy. You're on about four hours sleep a night, and you're traveling all over the. All over I bet the, the longest part was probably having to go through all the content and put it like condense yeah. it all into one video. Exactly, you do shoot a lot and you overshoot sometimes, and, and and they do use the footage for like months after the event as well to, mm-hmm. to promo, and um, they do they did like a documentary with that one, um, and then the second one we did was um, Dubai, starting Dubai to Abu Dhabi, so we went into like Oman. Um, a lot of the, the places around there that was very different because America 
you know, we're in America and it's very mm-hmm. commercialized in, in a lot of the places and um and then you go to Dubai and it's just we're driving through like deserts and there's there's nothing either side of you and you're on there for like three hours and then you would arrive at this five star luxury like retreat in Oman that you would never ever go to ever again probably in, in your life. It's just somewhere you don't really think of going. Mm-hmm. Um and the things like that you it reminds you of like why you're doing that that job as well like that the pay isn't isn't great for for, for, for something like that but that surprised me i thought it would have been bad no it's, it's it's not it's not great for 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 what you're doing and what well, you're the cost what, to what have you there as well is very high exactly exactly so, so the 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 cost for for some for something to have have me at the abu dhabi f1 they've got to pay for it for hospitality ticket for, for me to be there to, to capture it do you know what i mean so and that, and that comes at a price and the whole week's filled with events mm-hmm. and um, as well as the hotels and the travel. Yeah, and it's, and it's the, the experience. It's, it, you get to experience the gumball that these people are, are paying a lot of money for. I bet there were some amazing people there, right? Yeah, so... Um, Give me some name drops or what? So on the America one, we had um, Dead Mouse, you know, the DJ. I don't. You're into electronic dance music. Dead Mouse, yeah, but it's like the, the big mouse um, oh. helmet on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we had David Hasselhoff. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, we had Bun B, who's like uh, a hip hop legend. Um, actually, at one of the charity events, uh, I was a bit gutted, but Tony Hawk was supposed to be there. But they do a charity auction every um, every every gumball, and yeah, Tony Hawk was meant to be there. He's like Skate. one of my, yeah skateboard skating legend. He was like one of my like childhood. Like, I, I don't ask for many pictures of people, but I would have asked for a picture. And, and unfortunately, he broke his leg. Um, like the week before, something like that, so he couldn't get there. But he did like a little video message and, and all sorts. Um, who else have we had? So um, on the Dubai one, we had like Philly, young Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, as you remember seeing the snap stories of him there, yeah, because he went out as part of the team, right, to yeah, be there the and to be the personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then on the Europe one, just gone. We had uh, Harry Pinero as well. That's pretty. Uh, Heady one. Yeah, yeah, I saw. I saw. No, I saw there was a video. Him, I think, was it Demo as well? And they were walking through the streets of Paris, I yeah, think. Yeah, and we had uh, Al Han from P45. Jumping <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a funny guy. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of different personalities. And uh, it's it's fun because you're, you're kind of like friends with them. You, you become friends with them. You're living with them for a week. Spend a lot of time with them, yeah. yeah. And you, um, you, you see you see a lot as well. That the Europe one, I would say, is probably the, the, the my favourite that, that's, that we've just done. We went from... Uh, started in Edinburgh in Scotland, so we're on home ground. Um, went to London, uh, and then to to France, Amsterdam. Um, went to uh, yeah, we finished in Mont- Porto Montenegro. I feel like in the Europe one, you probably see a lot more culture because yeah. the the I can the Dubai one, it's a lot samey samey. Yeah. The America one, yeah, you're going through state to state, but it's yeah. very samey samey. Really, yeah, Europe was very very. It's different. very different, isn't yeah. it? So like, like we started in like uh, well, we went to Scotland, then went to London, so we experienced the London crowds, but then. Um, the next day we're, we're in France and then, then we're into Switzerland and Switzerland you're in the in the Alps and we wow um, yeah. we, we, we were driving up like the you know the classic windy roads yeah, yeah, up yeah, to yeah. the Alps so um, and for that one we had a we had a defender as well so Sick. it was a pretty, pretty decent to have, have for us. And we drove that whole one and then we drove the the whole um, Middle East one as well so mm-hmm. we weren't flying um, I think that's the way to go just drive the whole thing rather than um, we have dedicated drivers, so we're not we're not too tired driving at the wheel. And you are you editing on in the editing, car? Editing in the car, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough. But yeah, I hate editing in the car, like all bumpy. I know, right? You get a bit a bit sick as well because <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what's going on going around around you. But 
um, those experiences in, in Gumball were, will always be be up there. I think. Same. And, uh, it's uh, hopefully it's to the, to the next one. The next one's a big one as well. They've got the cargo planes ready for the next one. Where is it? So starting in Egypt at the pyramids. Oh, that's cool. Um, Are you signed for it or not? Yeah. 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 And then they go to uh, drive into Jordan. And then when you get to Jordan, Jordan's like, I think it's a little bit north. Mm-hmm. And when we get to Jordan, um, they're filling the super, uh, supercars into a, a cargo plane. And then they're getting um, two commercial planes and hiring them out and flying to Thailand, I think, or ba- <laughs> like I think it's Bangkok so or something sick. like that. And then finish is at the uh, Singapore Grand Prix. Wow. Yeah. Just going and seeing all of these places, bro, whilst exactly. doing the thing that you love exactly, man. around those type of people, bro. Yeah, You've got to remind yourself, like, sometimes it's, it's for the experience and not, not for you, the... You, you for take the, it for granted when you're actually there and you're doing these cool yeah. things. And, and you and don't when, even realise that you're there. When, when I'm doing something like the Gumball, it's, you're a bit like, oh, why am I doing this? But then that experience will come and you're like, oh, fuck, that's why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. There's stories yeah. to tell the kids, the grandkids, the everything, bro. Just yeah. just in general, it's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Something you never you never see probably ever again in your, in your life, like some of the places in, in the Middle East we I'll probably never go to. And, and just driving, uh, I remember this vividly, and I, we looked, at, it was just on, on the coastline, looked to our right in, in Oman, and there was a pack of dolphins just jumping in, in, the, in the water. Sick. Pulled over, went into the water with these wild dolphins. It wasn't like a, an excursion or anything. It wasn't, there was nobody there. It was just empty beach and these dolphins. Sick, man. Yeah, man. You're fucking wicked. Wow. Well, um, Amazing. Thank I think um, that's a beautiful place to round off today's episode. Mm-hmm. First of all, thank you so much for no, taking thank, the time. Thank you guys. I know you're a busy dude. Um, as videographers ourselves, we really look up to your work and being able to sit here and pick your brain you. off cam as well before is just amazing for us. And um, I really hope that you guys at home took some value from this. And uh, yeah. I mean, plug all of your stuff, bro. The clothing brand, your personal yeah, socials. Oliver J, J-A-I on Instagram. Uh, you can follow Dreamland as well, dreamlandclo.com. And uh, yeah. On to the thank next. You, thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah thanks for coming on, bro. Oh, cheers, man. Love, we'll catch you later. See you all next week, guys. Um, oh, quickly, make sure that you um, hit that subscribe button. Turn the bell notification on so you get notified every time we release a podcast. Follow us on all our socials. Follow Ollie on all of his socials. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week, people. Love. Catch us later. Cheers, man. Peace.